Did you hear how crazy I was? She stole my <laughs> esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Lucky Licious. And this is Carmen Kickass. And you are listening to Eat, Eat My, My Pagan Ass. Ass. This is episode number 34. And kicking. And we are coming to you live from the beautiful abode of Carmen Kickass, her penthouse in the sky in New York City. Mm-hmm. Happy Samhain, everyone. Happy Samhain. <laughs> We hope all you little witches are out there stirring your cauldrons and cooking up some potent brews. Trick-a-treating. Trickin'. And treating. It's Samhain. And it's it's a really weird like miss like holiday for us because on the one hand, you've got you know, the Muggles have their New Year's Eve, which is always just yeah. fun and party. Like, there's uh, only the assholes who are bitter about something <laughs> don't have a good time, right? Yeah, I know. For us, we have the beginning of our new year, but it's laced with a very strong tie to <clears throat> the past and mm-hmm. people that have gone beyond the veil. And some of us embrace that because we, we're very, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say we're death positive, but we have an outlook on life. And we death. have a different outlook Death about is a transition. It's not a final thing, right? right? And, and we're able to maintain contact with people who go beyond. <clears throat> but um, for a lot of us, we haven't experienced that yet. We don't really fully understand it. We don't understand what all this focus on death and transition is at this time of year. So... It's um, it can be a little bit of a downer for those of us who aren't prepared for it or, or mm. haven't you know for instance people who haven't done their second degree work haven't gone through the whole ritual of death and rebirth for instance they may not understand it people who haven't lost someone haven't lost a loved one or haven't been visited by loved ones after mm. they've died in dreams or uh, other way they they may not understand it <clears throat> so it's it's it can be just a mixed bag for people yeah. You know, and it's funny that this time of the year would fall during Scorpio, which is all about death and transformation. So everything, even astrologically, it all ties in with that theme. Mm. So it can be a heavy time of the year if you're not prepared for it. Right. So what what can we do to have fun at Samhain while still honoring the solemnity of the, the holiday? Well, I like to go to parties. You know me. <laughs> you know, build an altar. If you're solitary, you know, do a small ritual. If you belong to a coven, get together and do your um, Samhain or Samhain ritual. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and for those of you who are just listening for the first time, when we say Samhain, we're kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke, right. Because it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. And a lot of people say Samhain. But it's pronounced Samhain. Right. So if you ever, for, for those of you who don't know, there's people out there that don't know. Right. If they you just see read, that word in a book, right. it's not Samhain, it's, it's Samhain. But, um, it's Samhain if you're in the first um, Halloween movie. 
Right. The doctor, Sam Hain. Sam Hain, right. Related to Corey Hain. <clears throat> Michael Myers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so if you, 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 you do your spiritual responsibility, I call it a responsibility first, and then, you know, take it from there. Do, do, go to a party, enjoy yourself, you know, acknowledge the day as a festive one. Mm. Um, lately, I've been <clears throat> celebrating more Day of the Dead, which is the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told and, us all about yeah, it. Yeah, and next year there's going to be, uh, not next year, this year there's going to be a big celebration at St. Mark's Church in the East Village. I'm going to go to that. There's a couple of um, Day of the Dead celebrations that I want to go to. So Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go to a costume party yeah, on yeah, Saturday that. the 30th. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You told me you'd go to a costume party. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm going to do that. And then Sunday night, Samhain Eve, um, I'm going to do my ritual deal right. with my group. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, that's celebrating... Um, the, the the Sabbath is by having a ritual, whether solitary or not, mm-hmm. and and you don't have to go to a festivity. Yeah. You know, it's always a you know this is a good time for people to meditate on the things that from the past year right. that I, they're willing to get rid of or yeah. let go of and banish. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say this is a good time for reflection because yeah. it is a new year, and you want to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. The, the, the good and the bad and then see where you want to take it from there this is a good time for new starts and it's just like uh, this is our version of uh, January 1st yeah yeah. I, I see it as the beginning of like a few months of that sort of reflection period as we go into the dark half of the year mm-hmm. which is what Samhain demarcates and uh, in the northern hemisphere anyway and we, um, we, we take the next three months, for instance, to just do that kind of inner looking right. and, and find the things that we no longer want to take with us into the next light half of the year, as well as focus on the things we want to manifest in the next light half. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was coming home tonight, I, re- I noticed it was getting darker. Usually at this time of the day, it would be lighter. And today it was like dark. Yeah, I thought it was like a storm said, cloud. Wow, overhead. Why, what's going on? And yeah. I'm like, you know, it's... It's about that time. So, you know, folks, this is a good time to reflect and, and um, figure out what you want to do next and what is your next step and where you want to take it from here. Yeah. You know. Which is not an easy process. And it's also not a time of the year of a lot of action. So if you feel like things aren't moving. Says you. Yeah. <laughs> this is a time of introversion. I don't know about you. I'm getting some action this hour. I don't know about not you. that kind of action. <laughs> you know, so you just kind of... You know, like, don't feel frustrated that things aren't moving along, because mm-hmm. this is not the time for it. Mm-hmm. You know, so the wheel, you know, spins, and now it's stopping for a little bit so that you can reflect and mm. take it from there. Cool. You know. And, you know, if you find it within yourself to have a funky seance and conjure up some spirits of the dead, go for it. Yeah, definitely. Send us your results at eatmypaganass at gmail.com. On um, the eve. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to do that kind of stuff, this is the perfect time of the year for that. Well, there's a whole lot of, like, I feel really um, not jealous, envious of little children that are raised in a strongly pagan household. Yeah. And this time of year, I can only imagine, you know, my version of Samhain growing up, being born, being raised in a born-again Christian household was... We locked the doors, bolted the windows, <laughs> pulled down the blinds, lit a candle, and read from the Bible 
uh, really? throughout the night and ignored all the knockings at the door, which were, you know, our parents told us were that, those, that was the devil knocking at the door. The devil knocks at our door and we need to Damn. tell him to go away. That sort of wow, thing. Wow, really? I laughed because, you know, we lowered the blinds or that's okay. But all of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So you really were born-again Christians, huh? Yeah, well, I was raised that way. But now, children who are raised by pagan parents get all the good stuff, you know? I know, it's fun. You know, carving the pumpkin actually means something, you know? Leaving the treats, giving the treats to the spirits that come knocking at your door means something. Yeah. So I thought we would just get right into it and respond to some listener emails. Because we got a couple uh, from the last podcast. So why don't we why don't we read let's just take care of these two listener emails because we got a lot to talk about and uh, so the first one is in response actually to a comment that you made um, in the last episode uh, we were talking about the gay suicides and kind of the advice that we could give to people right. and you you made some remarks and so we got an email from a firelight yeah and uh, he actually was a very long and thoughtful email so he actually I mean he, he just he just wanted to say that that I'm full of shit no just that that <laughs> the advice to just stick up for yourself was a little flip and didn't reflect a, a truer understanding of the direness right. of the situation right, that right, these right. kids are in which we acknowledge I mean it was like you said we, we kind of just brought it up off the cuff and yeah, we didn't intend just... to treat it lightly um, and we certainly don't pretend that our our advice or our solutions are are the ones folks should take. Right. Um, we would certainly hate to find out that someone listened to this podcast, no, uh, God, and, and then you know, that. and then went around and told everyone "fuck you, fuck off," and then wound up getting strung up on a tree as yeah, a result. Really. You know, right. you got to use your own head and and right. do the best you can to survive under very difficult circumstances and never give up, which is really the right the first thing, and um, and try to get the hell out of Dodge as fast as you can. That's right. Don't. You know, sometimes running is the right response. You gotta go. You you know, I'm not gonna stay in a place where it's dangerous for me. I'm out of there. Right. You know, and sometimes you can't do it because of your age or whatever. But as soon as possible, or you're trapped for whatever reason, you can't get out. But you have to have it in your head. I'm gonna get out of here when I can. I always thought, I don't know how this would be organized or what, but you know how the Jews created a whole like nonprofit that was designed to help get other Jews out of countries where Jews were being tortured or or killed and to place them in safer countries. And I thought that would be to have a a similar program for gay and lesbian youth um, where they're just in places where they're just completely, I mean, I know there's a a lot involved there. You know, you're taking them away from their families and all this stuff, but if their families are unfit to govern or to, to parent them and raise them. And if the child, remember, the whole goal of parenting, right, is to, one, provide for the safety and nourishment of your child, mm. and then the rest follows. And if you're not even meeting that basic goal, if you're right. threatening your child and making your child feel less than, then you're doing a very bad job. And if you're putting that child's life at risk by causing them to feel so bad that they want to kill themselves, mm. then you definitely... That child needs to be taken away from you. Well, this is what I meant earlier about groups like the Jews. That's a very good example where the Jews bonded together and they said, all right, what are we going to do to make our people safe? And that's what they did, you know. The, they they have an advantage. I mean, it's a different situ- it's a different thing because they have the advantage of homogeny for the biggest part. And it was a whole family. Part. It wasn't just an individual. Right. 
So there's a difference right there, yeah. but you know, I'm just talking about the idea of bonding together yeah. and helping each other out. So there are a lot of challenges for the gay community to, to pull something off like that, but it's possible. You can do it. It's doable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like I said, the Jews, it was the whole family, so we all went together. But as far as an individual, you don't want to leave, leave your whole family. Right. So it's, it's hard. So thank you, Firelight, for sending that. Yeah, and, incited uh, a riot. Yeah, listen to his podcast. It's it's really good. Oh right, yeah. He's mm-hmm. so he's incited got this great. A riot. You know, he did. Um, he actually one of his episodes is pretty nice. He he addresses the topic fairly well in his episode. Um, so listen to his podcast mm-hmm. and and hear what Firelight has to say about the gay suicides. I haven't been listening to podcasts lately, but when I when I do, his is one of the ones that I um download. Mm-hmm. That you know what I liked about his email? What? That I know he was upset, but at the end of the email, he said, I hope Carmen doesn't hate me. I don't hate him. I don't hate you, Firelight. I mean, yeah. I, I just, it was, you know, from the heart. And yeah, yeah. No, I made a stupid comment, and I was talking about my own experience when people used to pick on me. I had to stand up for myself, and then they stopped. So in my personal experience, it worked. Right. Others, it doesn't. And um, people have to realize out there that we don't rehearse this. This is just us talking shit. And believe me, I talk a lot of shit. (laughs) And that was one time. So, Mm. you know, I'm not talking about vicious attacks. You know, like I wouldn't wouldn't tell a woman who's being beaten by her husband every day, oh, stand up for yourself, because she can't. So obviously it's the same way for um, Firelight, who so eloquently put in his letter. So that's not what I meant. I meant I was what I meant, but I meant it for my for my own experience. Right, right. You know. So it's essentially for for the Sometimes listeners. Sometimes being tough is the worst thing you can do cuz now you're going to piss this person off even more. Mm. Cuz it's about control and all that. Well, like that. Firelight said it, it wasn't even just one person. It was like an entire town of people. Right. So, sometimes you know, or, you know, an entire then, society. Right. Literally. You know, and sticking up for yourself also means banding together with others Mm -hmm. so you might not be able to stick up for yourself Mm -hmm. but we can stick up for ourselves Mm -hmm. and that's why it's very important for any group of people that's being um uh, what's the word uh uh uh, demonized for lack of a better word for for you all to stick together whether it be gay or black or women or pagans. Or pagans. Right. You know, a union. Where there's unity, there's strength. Right. You know? All right, so we got another email uh, from Pagan Mike in Sydney, Australia. Hey, Australia. Hey, good on you, mate. Hey, that ain't a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> I got a knife for you. <laughs> You call that a noise? <laughs> Poor Australians. That's all they hear when they. I know. Like, nervous. there's no other phrase. Let's put another noise? shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's messed up. 
All right, Pagan Mike, now that we've completely stereotyped you. <laughs> Down here, it's almost Beltane, and as such, I get a little annoyed. I can't do a pay. I can't do an Australian accent. It's really bad, so I'm just going to ignore this. Anyway, so he says it's almost Beltane in Australia. Remember, when it's Samhain up here right. in the, the southern the hemisphere. Because you're on the other side of the... Right. It's a glorious planet Earth. Cool. The orbits and the axis and the angle and the tilts and all that stuff. You remember it from your third grade geometry or whatever it's called <laughs> science anyway down here it's almost beltane and as such i get a little annoyed with the fact that the commercial businesses are celebrating halloween so he walks into whatever their version of Dwayne reed or rite aid and there's candy and hallmark is you know peddling halloween cards and everything he's in like what australia? the fuck in australia but that's not even the holiday there. but they're still celebrating northern holidays because it was founded by the english and so, oh my god yeah so they don't follow their seasons apparently no i guess uh, not around with what's actually happening around them wow i didn't know that yeah okay, so, you learn something new every day so he goes um so there it's actually beltane but they're celebrating Samhain. yeah so he goes, um, oh due to the commercialization of this Halloween, it's basically driven down our throats. And of course, we get the little kids doing trick or treat. And I love playing, and I do so love playing tricks on them and giving them treats for being good sports. So uh, is it wrong to celebrate both? So basically, he's a pagan. He wants to celebrate the pagan way, which is you celebrate in tune with the forces of nature around right. you. yeah. Not some like arbitrary calendar exported from a country, you know, on the right. other side of the earth. That's weird. I would celebrate the the holiday that it is. I would celebrate the time of year that it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and if the fuck is that? The, that's the uh, garbage chute, mm. the incinerator. Okay. Well, you don't have one where you live. I don't. Well, it doesn't make noises like that. Well, it sounds like somebody's in there. There you go. <laughs> is there somebody in your incinerator? Because you never know in this building. <laughs> Pagan Mike, thanks so much for your email. Um, happy Samhain slash happy, happy Beltane. Sa- happy Samhain. You know, that's kind of cool because it's two holidays in one. You can blend them together two, by two, having sex with a two dead person. in one. There you go. Necrophilia. See? It's the perfect there way to celebrate go. Beltane slash Samhain. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know how that goes, Pagan Mike. Email us at eatmypaganass at gmail.com. <laughs> details. We want details. So, okay, well, you know, that's it for the um, listener email, so I guess we can get on with the other things. slash Samhain and there's all this crap out there about what are we afraid of so whistling whistling Mom, no it's like your parents tell you something and no no matter how ridiculous it is it sticks with you uh-huh. so um, whistling or, you know during Halloween is supposed to be a bad thing where it conjures up the devil where did you hear that my mother used to tell me that she used to tell you not to whistle she on said, stop whistling or uh uh, like if there was a thunderstorm, we weren't allowed to play the radio. A lot of funny, weird things. Why? Because you would get lightning struck on your radio. I don't know. It was bad luck. I don't. I, I just it was. It's weird, you know. So one of the things was whistling. Did you ever whistle at Halloween? Yeah, I used to fuck with my mother, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it stays with you. These things that you know make no sense, mm-hmm. and they just, you know. 
What else is, uh, let me think. What I else? could see how it would have maybe some, no, I wouldn't like call it the, in the devil. Graveyard. Yeah, I wouldn't call it the devil, though, because I don't believe in the devil, but maybe yeah. it conjures spirits. Right. I don't know the reasoning. She's just... <laughs> what the hell was that? Lookylicious! The fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> Granny? <sighs> yeah, Granny Licious? What are you? Yeah, what? Who, and fucking whistled. <laughs> Granny? I heard here? you. What the hell are you? How did you get I, in here? Well, I was looking. I was I, I was trying to trying to uh, contact you, and I heard you whistling, and then I decided to pop on by. You just decided to pop on by because you heard me whistle? Yes. How did you get in the apartment? Uh, I transported here. <sighs> Hello, Granny. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm just fine. Hey, Granny. Hi. It's uh, really good to see you. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a place? little. I recognize this place actually. Do you? From where? Did this place used to be a whorehouse? How did you know that? Because because I used to. Uh, actually, I'm not. I don't need. Huh? I don't need to say anything. I just know this place. This place used to be a whorehouse. Yeah, the the build the building itself. Uh huh. Every apartment was uh, independent of itself, with all nothing but hoover houses. And they used to call the building the old hoover house. And this, this is where like, you live? Well, that, that just has a nice Why history. am I not surprised? How did you know this, Granny Licious? <laughs> oh, well, a leopard has spots. I don't know. <laughs> Never spots. <laughs> it's really good to see you. I'm, I'm very, I mean, whatever, I, I however you got. I have to admit, you, you look good. Oh, thank you, you very look, much. I have thank to admit. you, yeah. darling. Thank you. Granny, why don't you get a little closer to the microphone so our fans can hear oh, you. Oh, hi, hi. She's, not, not, that close, she's not staying that long, okay? Uh, so don't get her too comfortable. Oh, all right. Well, that's hospitality for you. Uh, where have you been, Granny? Oh. You, wait a minute. Let, for those of you who don't know, Granny Licious is my grandmother, mm-hmm. and she uh, made an appearance on a past episode uh, after being incognito for an incommunicado for, like, ever, and she just shows up, and then you promised me that you were going to stay in touch. And here it is. I got here maybe I one text. I'm I got in touch. Here, I'm touching you right now. But I got one text message from you, and then nothing. And so again, I, you're just like gal. you're very irresponsible about. I'm a little. I told upset. you it's hard to text somebody if you're surfing in in in, in Hawaii or climbing the Himalayas or. You know, all the places I go. I don't believe that. I think you're down at the community center, the senior center, playing Pinochle. You're not climbing the fucking Himalayas. Right. She read a book about climbing the Himalayas, and she actually did it in her mind. I just transported into your apartment, and you doubt my powers. (laughs) Well, let me tell you, I'm so glad that I did a house cleaning ritual. What do you mean? I mean, this evil thing in my home. Okay, guys, listen. I'm not in the mood. You know mo- how I feel about her. I know. I, I, I let's just try not to have an, a big fight here on the podcast. All right. I'm. This is. I've been asking for a long time to actually get the two of you to sit down together, and hopefully work Ooh, out your differences. I've, I've told you many times. I'm afraid of her. She's evil. You know. You look at this sweet lady, oh. but that's not really her. This is. This is a. Well, who am I really then? This is a disguise that she puts on. Carmen, enlighten us. Who am I? Who are you? <laughs> Forget about who are you. You know what? I'm going to bring it out in the open. You stole my man. What are you talking about? What am I talking about? What Mark? are you talking about? Oh, nobody remembers what happened. 
She, she, she she's a crazy what, lady. He, she, he, whatever she said, you are, I'm crazy. You're crazy. He shaped, she shaped, shifted herself into uh-huh. me, right? When did this Acted, happen? What are you talking about? Granny, hold on. I just, I want to hear Carmen's side of the story. And then she pretended to be me. She put me in some kind of a vacuum thing and sent me off into another dimension for thousands of years. The only reason I was able to escape was she was so cocky she forgot to redo the spell. I was able to come back to Earth, back to this third dimension, and of all people, I run into her. When, now, I had no idea. Wait, I had granny, no granny, idea that granny, she was please, your grandmother. When we became friends, yes. I didn't know this. And when I saw the picture on your dresser, I said, oh, my God, that's that evil. And you don't go by Grannylicious. So when, He's gra- when did this? Grannylicious to you. Right. You don't realize. I'm wondering whose persona Granny has stolen. There's somebody in another dimension. Oh the real Granny Licious is somewhere flung in another dimension for a thousand years. You are a total bad woman. Total Listen, bad the, woman. So the wait a minute, Granny. Wait, gra- Granny. Hold on. Don't, you don't have to respond to that. Okay. I mean, let, let me just just say, uh, I want to know whose man. I mean, who's this man that she stole? When did it happen? And if she's not Granny Licious, then who is she? I don't know who she is. She's some kind of <laughs> demon entity that that oh, came oh, to this. That's, that's Pishaw. Listen to this. They came to this dimension and just takes people's bodies and lives and ruins them and becomes them for and then just casts the real you person know, sometimes aside. Sometimes when people say outrageous I, things and point the finger, it's, that sometimes those are the people that are doing the outrageous things they're talking about. Who are you, Carmen Kickass? I'm Carmen Kickass. Yeah, I don't. I was that. able to break free that 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 chain, that bondage that you put me in for God knows how long. I don't know how long I was in that dimension. I'm just here now in the 21st century. When I first got here, I didn't know what is all this stuff, television, and, uh, you know, I had to get acclimated, so I must have been gone a long, long time. I have no way of knowing, Hmm. you know. You stole my man, and the reason she did it was because she wanted my man, so she took over my identity and got rid of me. Where, where, wherever they come from, there's some sort of a, uh, a code that you can't actually kill. Hmm. But you can get rid of them. So this is what she did to me. Are she you didn't... listening to this? Granny, wh- how, what do you have to say to this? You know, it's true. This, for, this in, all, the, in the long line of accusations that both of you this is throw I at I one have, another. This is why, this is why I, I can't have Thanksgiving dinner. Between, but, with Granny. Let me tell you. There was only one time that I flung someone into another dimension, and that was See? thousands of years ago thousands. in a past life. And who was this man that you're talking about? Mark. Mark Anthony? Yes. Mark, okay. yes. Oh, that was not you. Was that you? You were Cleopatra? Oh, Jesus. Then I did that to Cleopatra. That was me. Oh, my I God. I go around as this. And I was Marie Antoinette. Maybe no, you were. Caligula, darling. Don't even let me bring that one up. But Oh, Caligula. you were a mess. You fucked everything that walked. Granny. <laughs> Granny. See? How weird is it now? I, I don't even want to get in the middle of this. I'm just, I'm putting this down and walking you away. You stole my man. I protected I you from him. that asshole. He was an ass. He was, 
But not an ass, ass, but an ass. He was trying to take over Egypt. And? I was helping him. Well, then you were an we ass, the, too. Yeah, fine. I need to protect you from yourself. For a thousand, you just flung me into this crazy dimension. You had to be there. I was in, wrapped up in this crazy envelope. I didn't know what... And I finally broke free. Apparently, because you got lazy, you didn't follow up on your, your spell casting. And then how many other people's lives have you ruined? He calls Mark Only and yours. A- Only yours, darling. <laughs> Wait a minute. So you admit it. I do. I got rid of Cleopatra. She was cheap. Well, I, I caused... I First of all, I had... I had to throw her into another dimension. Granny. Then I had to pretend to be her. That's Granny, exactly. hold on. And then I couldn't stand it, so I pretended to kill myself with an asp. It was a whole scene, but I was trying to stop the Roman Empire from taking over Egypt. This is not anybody who's read any fucking history book can pretend that they were Marie. I mean Cleopatra. I didn't and say Martin. it was Marie Antoinette, and I didn't say it was Cleopatra. She was Cleopatra, and I sent her off to another dimension. And he took over my identity. I did. So both of you remember this? Of course. Like it was yesterday. Well, was how yesterday. come you've never, you, Carmen, you've never, ever mentioned a word to me about you being Cleopatra? Why? How does this come up just now? I mean, if I were fucking Cleopatra, I think I would tell you somebody. You were fucking Cleopatra. You were Caligula. <laughs> you were fucking everybody. <laughs> they didn't exist See, at the same time. I know. I'm only kidding. But you were Caligula. I was not Caligula. You were. I'm yes, telling you, you. I was yes. there. Oh, well, I can't see the similarities. I can. So and here we are in a whorehouse again. You, <laughs> back to square one. This is how it happens. What happens with past lives? You you just keep returning to the same space and the same place over and over again until you work those issues out. What do you think you're doing in a big whorehouse right now? Well, I'm Cleopatra just... Cleopatra was a whore. No, I wasn't. <laughs> she was queen of Egypt. That's she was right. A whore. No. Miss Thing came along and... She befriended me, became my friend. I, we used to hang out. We used to go to brunch together. We used to do all these things. Plate one another's hair and, and add the coal to your yes. eyes. That sort of right. thing. Right, we do play with makeup. The next thing I know, I'm 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 bound and gagged, and she's hovering over me, doing this crazy, crazy thing with incense. And, and the, for two thousand years, I was, you know. Okay, so probably the only thing that's of interest to any of the listeners on this podcast right now is what was the spell you used and how did you do it? Oh, I'm not going to tell you that. What kind of a witch do you think I am? Did you work with, like, Set or Patah? I'm not telling or... you this because then she could figure it out and work it against me and Osiris. throw me away for 2,000 yeah. years. That's not going to happen. you broke my heart. Oh, I'm that's, so sorry, darling. You broke my heart. For 2,000 years I've been carrying this, this heavy, heavy... Heart. Well, get over it. I don't want to get over it. You hold a grudge for 2,000 years? What's wrong with well, you? Well, where's Mark Antony? Hasn't he reincarnated? Oh, he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. I've been trying to locate him, but no. He's just... He's not coming back. His yeah. work was done. So she then what does that mean? Where does he go? Back. What happens when people... Granny. What happens... You... Okay, listen. As everyone she knows, Granny wasn't around. to another dimension as well. And there are millions and billions of dimensions. Accusations. You can't, how could it's unbelievable? Find, she's painting you out to be like a homicidal maniac, like a genocidal just a maniac. maniac. No, I was just standing up for the cause. She was about to sell out Egypt to Rome, and it just wasn't going to work for me. But Egypt wound up falling to Rome anyway. Right. I know. I tried. I did what I could. Well, at least you could have got me back and let, 
How, let me have spend a few good years with my man. Well, here you are in your whorehouse. <laughs> but where you is Mark Antony? That's what I want to know. What? Where's Mark Antony? You tell us. Don't I say he's no singing music. Be Mark Antony reincarnated? Could yeah. be, right? Who's yeah, Mark Antony? Singer? No. You had to J-Lo. No. 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 <laughs> J-Lo got your man? J-Lo. J-Lo. Don't get me started on her. All right, so this has been a, a real funny hoot, both of you. So uh, let's get serious, though. I mean, let's talk about what really happened between you two. This is what happened. It, it's it, it's incredible to believe that this is what happened. It is incredible to believe. And uh, frankly, nobody listening to the podcast is going to believe. I don't believe me. this. She befriended Listen, me. Listen, I'm, you know what? I'm just like all pagan New Agey people. I'm really open-minded about the whole past life thing. But to this sort of detail where you claim to have been the Cleopatra and that a what? demon from another dimension came down and took over the body oh, of some minute. innocent She's girl. Me a demon, but I was not a demon. Became her, befriended you, yes. never been deceived demon. you, <laughs> banished you to another dimension, then assumed your identity, and then convinced Mark Antony to whatever, screw up, and then kill herself to write herself out of the story. That seems to me like a very far-fetched You don't story. believe it because you think... The granny is your grandmother. She's not. Your grandmother, granny. the real Granny Licious, probably had the same fate that Cleopatra had. Oh. This thing. Thing? Yes. Has taken over your grandmother's body and persona. Ah! <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that? I didn't see. For- I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Every once in a while... The, the real face will show. Just keep staring. Oh, come on. You're going to listen to this bullshit. It's true. <laughs> well, can we at least agree not to banish one another during the podcast? I well, I've that. done my my protection rituals. I'm not as afraid of her as I once was. I was terrified of her. But I've learned if I protect myself and I do the right thing, even she can't get to me. And anyway, why would she want my miserable life right now? Wait a minute. What just happened to your birds? <gasps> oh, no. Look. They got really the quiet birds, all of a sudden. The birds. Because yeah, they were ringing that bell. Did you, did you, I told those you birds to shut the fuck up. Did you kill her birds last time, by I the way? I did not kill her birds. She, uh, Carmen accused hmm. you of having killed like several of oh, her birds. Oh, she killed her own birds. No, I didn't. Why you would did? I you that? were casting all those spells all over the place, probably. I don't know what you were doing. No, I don't know. No, no care about your birds. Anything bad happens around here. It's, it's Granny's always the oh. bottom of it. She don't you think that that's a little bit of a scapegoat? No. No. Carmen, I am your no. best bud, and I'm on your side on all these things, but I just, I mean, I kind of grew, I mean, I didn't really grow up with you. You were right, in well, and out. You know but, what? what? It's all out in the open now, and I don't expect you to believe it right away. You're going to see. Uh, now, you, now you know the truth, as I see it. I could be wrong, but as I see it, you're going to start to see little things about your beloved granny. Oh, my I've never heard so much crap in my whole I mean, life. I haven't heard shit like this since I used to watch what was that show with Agent Scully and The X Files. The X Files. It's like some kind of truth is going to be revealed. Right. They never revealed anything. Did anything ever right. get revealed on that show? No, they just kept you coming back every week. The truth is going to be revealed. Apparently, apparently that show was written by well, Carmen Kickass. Well, you'll see. You will see. Oh, so, my. Granny, she's delusional. Anyway, so let's move past. You'll see, you'll see. All right, I fine. Mm-hmm. All Next right. podcast, folks. 
little by little, you're going to start to see the real truth about your little granny licious over here. If she sticks around. And then, what, what, how did she get here? Didn't I say something about whistling yeah. around on, on, on Samhain? Uh-huh. It's, brings it's, the devil. Brings the devil. Well, first of all, I, I was, look what happened. I was look. born on Samhain. Well, mm-hmm. I think she got in through the fucking garbage compactor. I told you I thought I heard somebody over there. I don't think you just appeared. In fact, you smell a little bad. Where? Yeah, you reek. No, you're that's you're my reek. perfume. It's yeah. called Eureka. Eureka. Eureka, Eureka shit. Isn't that Eureka? It's Eureka shit. Eureka shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two. You are crazy. <laughs> Granny, really, I, I'm embarrassed, actually, because you do smell awful. You yeah. smell like you haven't taken a bath in weeks. Yeah. Where have you been? You're a little ripe. Well, I was, I was out at the Burning Man Council. What were you doing there? Planning for Burning Man. What else? So you, now you're on the council? Now I'm on the council. I, I, start, I actually started the first Burning Man way back when. Oh, my God. You know, this woman always, she did this, she did that, she started this, this she is, invented this that. This is called jealousy. You're jelly. Jealous. I'm not jealous. You are. Don't make me throw you into another dimension for oh, another yeah, yeah. 2,000 No, we no, agreed we wouldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't know what it's like. All right, all right. So you've been on the Burning Man Council. I've been on the Burning Man Council. Okay, yes. so would you tell the audience what Burning Man is? Well, it's it's sort of this festival that that uh, started off on the summer solstice years and years ago. We we burned a, an an effigy of of the god. Of, of was it just an effigy? It was an effigy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and. Uh, it became so popular that the festival kept growing and growing and growing, and uh, now now they don't really talk about the pagan connotations there, but but uh, because it's kind of an open festival for everybody, and they, 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 it's not really a religious festival. It's just they burn this giant Burning Man, and so they make it make it available to everyone. But the first year I did it, before this took off, it was it was a, a summer solstice ritual. We we were burning. Burning Man on summer solstice. What what possessed you to go into the desert to do this? Well, actually, it started off on a beach in San Francisco. Oh, that's where it started. Oh, I remember you. You were out in San Francisco for a while. I was for the summer of love. See, Carmen. Uh, I mean, all it happened while I was in freaking dimension land over there. This happened in 1985. You were already you. You were at the cheese shop watching transsexuals jack off. No, You're was, trying to tell me that you've been in another... You you were not I here? Just, I just got back, what, five years ago? How long we know each other? Oh, about eight years. Okay. So I had who's just, the liar now? I had just gotten well, back. She's just really bad at math, Granny. <laughs> I had just gotten back. I had just escaped from this place and... Well, why didn't you bring this up at all to us in the coven? You just because showed up? Because I was all like... Because she's the crazy... Demon Listen, from another world. I don't. Okay, let's parading around as Carmen Kickass. No name calling, please. Just she called me a demon. But this is why I didn't want to say anything because it was too fantastic to say. Right. And I was all disoriented and confused and mixed up. And and then when I met you, and then I found out that you were related to um, Granny Licious here. It was it was just too much for me to handle. You know. You did kind of stop Which talking to me for a, a while. Liar. Is that why? Yes, I was. I was really afraid. I oh, was like so freaked out. That makes out. sense. She she stopped talking to me for a while, and she never mm-hmm. really told me. I thought I did something, and now it turns out it's because of my association with you. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. I'm not going to be blamed for her craziness. She's a crazy, crazy lady. Mm. Blame the victim. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. All right. So, Granny, what else have you been up to then? What's happening at Burning Man? What's the big? What's the big news? Anything you want to share and oh, give us? You're like the I Burning can't Man really insider. Say too much. I can't really say too much. But uh, but uh, for the next year, we're, we're planning something called the Rites of Passage. And that's all I'll say. Hmm. Okay, right. folks. We'll see if that actually pans yeah, we'll out. Yeah, we'll see what's going to happen. I didn't say anything about the God Pan. That's not That's not part of it. Oh, wow. So they're going to like invoke the God Pan. And no, 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 no. no. <laughs> that's not what's happening. Yo, Pan. Yo, okay. Pan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why'd you bring it up? He Granny. said it wasn't going to pan out. And I, told, I just said Pan was not involved. Granny, um... You once went to Arcadia in Greece. Yes. Did you ever do like a pan ritual there? Of course. Well, what did that go like? Well, first of all, it caused a little bit of panic, you know, because pan and panic, it's all... That's where you get the name from. That's where you get that name. So Mm -hmm. sometimes when you do pan rituals, you can bring up all that lustiness and happy earth kind of God feeling, but... But you also sometimes bring up panic and pandemonium and stuff like that. What happens is some some people don't know how to handle themselves and go a little bit nuts with panic. I can see that. It happens. Three people got lost in the woods for a couple days. Really? Yep. Wow. They panicked running around. You sure they weren't in another dimension until you They were not in another dimension. You were crazy, crazy lady. So can we make up? Of course. You want to shake on it? What? After all these years, the two of you are, are going to swear peace? Yes. On this podcast? Yes. Peace on this podcast. Please, I be, I by be, the power of the goddess and the god, let it be so. I believe in peace and making making things better. I no, don't believe you in don't. fighting. You were just talking about some bitch fight you saw in your office today yeah, and how excited saw, you I, were about it. I wasn't it. in it. I saw it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought you told people to, to stand for the, up for themselves and yeah. fight. In the last podcast, well, what do you mean? If, if, you're being picked, if you're being picked on... Did you listen to that? I did. Hmm. Mm, what did you think? What do you think of all these gay suicides, Granny? I think it's a very sad, sad thing. I don't know. I hope these kids kind of uh, try to stick around somehow and realize that, like... It gets the, better. It does get better. It does get mm. better. Hmm. It gets Even better. if it doesn't get better in all the ways you think life is supposed to get better, because... Life sometimes is tough, but it does get better than high school for sure. Yep. Mm. I think high school is probably the most traumatic experience for 90% of people. You know, high school is rough. All the mean girls. So, Granny, wh- where, where are you headed to next? How long are we going to see you here? Should, we, should I plan to have brunch with you on Sunday, or are you going to just whisk off and go somewhere else? What's happening? Oh, I don't have any plans just yet, so... But uh, Sunday is my birthday. I was born on Halloween, so I don't know. I just, I kind of go with the wind. Well, you, you can take me out to brunch. You didn't know she was around. No. So? Huh. Well, give her my book. Give her my book. <laughs> I don't want that book. <gasps> my man, Ben. Benjamin Franklin? I taught him all that stuff anyway. <laughs> oh, here we go. I got you to credit for everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. In the last podcast, you told us that you performed some strange, like, Tibetan ritual to 
rejuvenate yourself. Yes, and I that you're that. actually very, very, very old, like older than the yes. normal lifespan. Yes. So you you claim to actually have known Ben Franklin. And well, that was in a past life, actually, but. Uh, oh, so I'm confused. So there's past lives, and then there's extended lives. Right. So there's I, I didn't know the magic to extend my life before, mm-hmm. but I found it out in the early part of this century, and and I and I. I did some magic work to keep myself alive, so here I am today. She stole it from me. She stole. She stole all those magical rituals from me, and she, we, she also stole my my. Forget about the piece. I don't want to be your damn friend anymore. Oh, I changed my mind. So you stole her her, her my esophagus my. I didn't my, steal her my, esophagus. My esophagus. Did you hear how crazy this was? She stole my, my esophagus. My esophagus. She, she took my rope right I out of can't. my mouth. <laughs> she just went in and... My, my I did esophagus. not steal my your esophagus, darling. My esophagus. <laughs> you know what I mean. You, you took it. The two of you and this supposed animosity that you have is a bunch of bullshit. No, it's it's a game that you're playing on me. You guys probably don't even hate each other. You probably fabricated this entire court case about the sarcophagus. Right. That's what you meant, sarcophagus, Sarco- not esophagus. <laughs> no, actually, what you about fabricated this? all of this. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> fabricate this. You were a podcast. <laughs> you're the one that made all this shit up. <laughs> Trying to get us to fight. <laughs> Oh my god. So what about the sarcophagus issue? I didn't even issue? heard about a sarcophagus until you made it you up. You liar. You told me about it. Yes. How do you how do you think I was here two thousand years ago? He he stole everything that he? I owned. Demons are usually men. Oh I told you. This is why you have granny, problems dating, darling. Granny Granny <laughs> is not granny. This is a this is a disguise. She said men are demons, right? Men are demons? No, demons are men. Did I say men are demons? That's <laughs> Something too. like that. Demons are I don't know. I stole your esophagus. <laughs> My esophagus. I'm never going to live that again. <laughs> sarcophagus. I did not steal your sarcophagus. You stole that. From someone else, and I was bringing Fine, it back. But but you stole it from me. <laughs> yeah, we I'm... shouldn't be talking about this. The court case is already still. I thought you guys can you like maybe drop. The... Why are you even having the court case? I'll drop the court case. Will you drop I, the court I case? I want my esophagus back. My esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> I want my esophagus back. Maybe when you figure out what it's actually called, I give it back to you. But it isn't. It's like in some kind of like escrow or something. If you drop the court case, then you'll get it back. Yeah, the the Council of Demons. It's it's not a court case like you know, the law, but the Council of Demons is is handling this whole thing. <laughs> Carmen, can I ask you a question? What? Are like, you on drugs? Yeah, like have you taken something <laughs> or have you forgotten to take take something today? What is going on? With the Council of Demons. Yes. That's what you she call the, the Ninth Circuit Court in well, here in Manhattan? Well, so paranoid and nervous. She thinks everyone's Well, I know lawyers have a bad reputation, but I, I wouldn't call them demons. Anymore. You know, I know all these people, all these... Wow, now she's know. sounding paranoid, Granny. No, I'm not. See, he's turning against me. <laughs> no, I'm just pointing out. You Be just paranoid. said, I can't trust anybody anymore. Yeah, Does that mean you Be can't paranoid. trust me? She thinks all men are demons. 
I'm a man. Look at that. You're a demon. You can't trust. So I'm a demon. Look, well, I am related scales. to you. Look, I see scales. <laughs> oh my God, they're starting to change. You're, you've gone crazy. I think I'm starting to get. Uh, oh my God. Get away from me. Oh, what, what is that? Oh. She's losing it. Give her some right the podcast. Do you have like any downers or something for her? I do not have downers. Uh. Okay. Let me give her some mugwort. Okay. I don't. I don't have any of my magical herbs on me, and I wouldn't want to even try to give it to her. You okay, Carmen? She thinks I'm a demon. I'll be alright. I don't even know what to say to this. I'm just having a little bit of a panic attack. You need help, darling. Try therapy. Let's be on therapy. I'll be okay. You fine now? Maybe I've never seen her do that before. I've never seen her do that before. I'm terrified of this. Of Granny. I thought you said you weren't afraid of her. That you did all this magic, you did all this protection, and she you have nothing know. to fear. I told fear. you the last time, she, she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. She's too close. Get her away from me. Move back. Granny, would you mind sitting back just a few steps? I'm fine. fine. It's her aura. It's just, I'll be alright. Oh, Jesus. She's got problems. So, Granny, while Carmen calms down, get your breath, Carmen. Do you need some water or something? I don't know. Give my asthma pump. Jeez. Um, Put that in your esophagus. Can... <laughs> All right, enough about the sarcophagus, guys. <laughs> oh, as crazy as she is, she makes me laugh. So what else have you been up to, Granny? Oh. Have you seen Mom? Oh, no. I stay away from her. She... Well, Talk about crazy lady. Well, I didn't know if, like, in the interim, you guys maybe had made... She hasn't mentioned you, so... No, she... she Every time it's my birthday, she locks the doors, and she says that... that uh, she tells, she Is tells, that why she does that? She didn't want me to visit on my birthday. So she locks uh-huh. the doors. She she says she do. called me the devil. Look at that. Remember what you were saying earlier about locking the doors? And yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. So that was just to keep you out. It was my birthday. The plot thickens. See? Oh my god! I Don't didn't... you want to be around your family on your birthday? Well, uh, family and friends celebrating. I plead the fifth. Well, I drink the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever come to our house on on Halloween? I did every Halloween, and I was turned away. I never saw you. That's because the doors were locked up and people were screaming Bible verses in there. Oh, wow. It's craziness. That's absolute craziness. I can't believe Mom did that. I can't. She's crazy. Why is she so afraid of you? I'm going to have to ask her. I'm going to have to have an interview with my mother. She's afraid of herself. That's really what it is. When people do that, when people do that, they're actually afraid of themselves. And so they look around themselves for a devil around them when really they're afraid of their own shadow, Mm. i.e. Carmen. (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> Just when I was about to calm down. But see, your mom had the same experience. So you think my mother is right to, to be afraid Absolutely. of Absolutely. God knows what Granny did to her to make her so skittish, for lack of a better word. We'll have to definitely interview her okay? and ask her. You know. I'm going to get her on the phone and ask her some questions. Mm-hmm. All she's going to say is she has Jesus in her heart, maybe, and that's what it's about. Maybe we could ask her to come to the next podcast. Yeah. Invite mommy dishes over. You guys are really stirring up the pot. Well, I I mean, this is my life. This is not, but this isn't just like a little, you know, melodrama on television. This is my life that we're talking about. And you apparently have done some things to really upset my mother. And that basically fucked up my childhood. 
Oh, so now you're going to blame your pain on me. I just told you this is what people do when they can't face their own shadow is they, they point the finger at everyone else and call them the devil. Well, I'm not calling you the devil. I'm just noticing. You're just blaming me for everything that ever happened, every pain. Could you hear the violins? Hear the violins in the background? Oh, I hear them. Oh, the violins are going from I hear, I hear a funeral march. I just had a horrible life, and it's all because of Granny Licious. Come on. <laughs> You're crazy. You're a crazy boy. You're you came crazy. out just fine. You're here. You, you're fine now. Oh, my goddess. Oh, my goddess. Listen to her. I know. I don't put up with that shit. I'm sorry you had a hard time. You had more of a hard time because your mother, but that's neither here nor there. But, All right. but don't blame I, me for I your trouble. agree to disagree about that. Karma can blame me because I apparently I did in a past life throw her into another dimension. So, but you, so you admit that? Of course. Of course. Yes. Thank you. That's but she I says it was for you. I did. Good. It was for you. Good, darling. You were about to get together with that ass and a half Mark Anthony. He was an ass and a half. Just so you know. But you should have let me find out. What yeah, we could have worked together. I, we were friends. We used to hang out. I mean, we we, we were best friends. So she's she's she doesn't now. She's best friends with the demon. Because I didn't know. Well, she's a crazy lady. This is the crazy lady. Oh my God! Blame the victim. That's all she does. <laughs> Blame the victim. Oh, wait. Here, the violins. Violins, you hear them? Yeah, you're jealous, too. There's violins oh for, for Carmen. <laughs> I don't even know if anyone is still listening to this episode. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what you need to do is be like, at the end of this episode, we're going to teach you this really secret magic spell. Yeah, stick around. Keep them, keep, them, <laughs> keep them on hanging out for a long time. Well, now yeah. you've said it. You've got to give them something. So I'm not giving any of my spells. Well, why not? Why don't you give a spell from your Ben Franklin book? <laughs> <laughs> And then Hocus Pocus, I was able to focus in two different eyes. My man Ben. My man Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any pictures of him when he was young. Yeah, there's some in My there. My man was buff. He was a hunky, hunky. Yeah, he was. And he traveled. A, he was so smart. He was the uh, Parisian, uh, uh, what do they call that, ambassador. He used to go over there and, and right. woo all the French ladies. And, and, yeah. and, he was a whore. Oh, God. <laughs> well, well, people should know the truth about our founding fathers. You, you went out with Ben, too, right? I did. Yeah, I, little, I was one, one of those Parisian gals. Yes. 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 Yeah, I knew it. Well, since we're on the topic of history, I'm reading a book by Gory Vidal right now called Burr, and it's about Aaron Burr. Aaron Burr really? The uh, famed assassin of Alexander Hamilton. Oh, and it's just, it's very interesting just to read, you know, what was going on during the American Revolution. Is that really, mm. I'm just, this is just semantics. Is that called an assassination? Well, n no. I mean, they had a duel. It was a duel. So. Yeah. He, he was, he was, they were trying to get him for treason, mm. but he got off on mm. it. And instead it was just, you know, so a duel. So it's not really an assassin. No. Assassination, I should say. No. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, sorry. I don't know anything about this. This is the one place Why I Why are you been. asking? Are you planning to assassinate someone or duel no, with somebody? You, said, you and Granny, you and you want to make sure that you're not charged with... No, you know. I just like to improve my vocabulary. When oh. you said assassination... Oh, okay. I just got a little worried with that the, you knew about that. the atmosphere of antagonism here, and now um, you're asking Alexander about... Alexander 
Is it Alexander Hamilton? Hamilton. One, one of those two. Their grave is over at um, Trinity It's Church. Alexander Hamilton. Is it Trinity? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what are you doing to celebrate Samhain and your birthday? I don't know yet. We'll have to see. You must have some plans. Uh-oh. 94. How old are you going to be? Nine, well, I'm going to be 151, but technically, legally, I'm going to be 94. Do you still have your driver's license? I do. They don't ever ask you at the DMV, like... Boy, you sure look young for your age. I have a driver's license in four different states. Drug state, sober state. (laughs) Fugal state. Fugal state. I have 20-20 vision. And as long as you can see and you're healthy, you can keep driving. God bless America. Mm -hmm. So true. Is that true? Really? As long as you can see? As long as you can see and you, and you, you got your wits... And you and you you haven't been in a bunch of accidents. You keep driving till the day you die. Well, you let's drive talk, right into your grave. Let's talk about being an old pagan. Are there any like special challenges to being an elderly an elderly elder? Well, um, I think one of the first challenges is these young whippersnappers that walk around acting like they know everything. They they uh, they know everything just because they read a book or two. Mm. Those those kids are annoying. They are annoying. You got something to learn from your elders. Go find a coven, like real witches, and learn something instead of walking around acting like a jackass. We've had this discussion before. Do you, what do you prefer, a coven or solitary? Or do you, you don't? It it doesn't matter. I mean, you, you just, but you should, you should, whether you're solitary or, well, if you decide to do solitary, you should still try to um, converse with other witches, other solitaries. And, oh, yeah, right, right. You know, like, you, there's some things you can figure out on your own. You know, the path will lead you, but, but you know, you can't figure it all out reading books. It's like reading... You know what? It, the, the comparison would be like trying... You know, those who read the Karma Sutra and those who fuck. It's like, <laughs> you have to get in the field. <laughs> that's all I mean. I. That's all I mean. I, there's nothing wrong with reading a bunch of books. There isn't. Yeah, 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 there's yeah. nothing wrong with the knowledge that you can get from that. But it's the difference between reading and oh, fucking. Doing. Exactly. <laughs> and and, and right. you gotta get. You gotta get out there in the field and. You gotta stick your wand in the hole. Gotta put your wand in the hole. <laughs> That's what you used to tell me, actually, when I was a kid. I did. There was a big witchcraft 101. Big... Put your wand in the hole. <laughs> Put your sword in the cup, put your wand in the hole. Yeah. I just wish that you hadn't, you know, actually volunteered to be my partner in the Great Rite, the actual Great Rite. That really was traumatizing. That was kind of weird. Kind of disgusting, actually. Well, I'm surprised you even remember that. I initiated you when you were an infant. I remember. I remember. It's etched in his brain. He cannot forget. You don't remember. Now now it's you who can't face the shadows, Granny Licious. There you go. Listen to you. Now I'm on trial. Well, I'm just saying. You're quick to point the finger. Well, where do you think you got your magical powers from? I know I got it from you, but I'm just saying, like... You could Am never. I being blamed for molesting you? You you didn't. Mm. I didn't say Whoa. molestation. I just Whoa. said you. What's going on? 
I I didn't say molestation. You did. Did you? Do you feel that you molested me? No, of course not. God, I hope not. Yeah, me too. That's okay, I'm just want to be clear here. We were talking about putting the wand in the hall, and so, all of a sudden you're talking about the great right, and then saying that yeah. Metaphorically, okay. No, she whipped out her big vahoohoo and said, <laughs> yeah. "Now put your wand in my vahoohoo." Oh my god! I was like five years old. Oh my lord. <laughs> That was not, was that you? Oh my goodness. Is that you? You thought it was Mark. <laughs> he was having a flashback and thought it was Mark. I don't know. I, I might have dreamed is, it. The truth is, I, that did not happen. I'm just being no, silly. No, it didn't happen. I'm <laughs> kidding. silly. Yeah. I'm just causing yeah. trouble, guys. Yeah, I knew you were causing trouble. I was just taking you for a little ride. See how far you were going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had the great right with a min minor. <laughs> you were about to say a minority, but that's not that true. Yeah, no, that's right. not true. That's the minor right. <laughs> no, you. These things what you did don't you say, Carmen? You no. don't take those that, things. That would have right. been a minor right. Oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> and illegal. <laughs> In most states. In most. So yes. do you belong to a coven now? I do not. You don't. I belong to one. Uh, I belong to a couple actually. Uh, when I was in England. In the oh, early God. part of the century. He was Gerald Garner. The yes. Golden Dawn. Oh, yeah, I told you I initiated yeah, all of those yeah. folks. Doreen and mm -hmm. Gerald. And See? She's done everything. She was everywhere. New Hickey and all of them. All the you Ashcroft said you knew Aleister Crowley. Of course I knew him. Well, let's talk about him That's because cool. there's a book that came out now called Perdoabo. It's like the second edition of his biography by Richard Kaczynski. And... Apparently, oh, yeah, apparently, um, I was reading that he was, Aleister Crowley was, um, I don't know, he, he kind of, things kind of went downhill in his life toward the end. Now, as somebody who practices magic, I would be like worried that like, wow, did, did he said, what was, what was the reason for all that? Well, he pissed off a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, he did a lot of magical experimenting, opening doors, Little pickaboos. He had that whole Enochian thing going. Yeah, on. I mean, well, there's nothing, nothing wrong with the Enochian thing. It's just you, you got. Al little... In Aleister Crowley's hands, it was. He was like, I want to open the gates to you know the destruction of the universe and, he and was hell. He was too out there. He was just all this dangerous stuff that he was. Yeah, he was with. playing around a lot and and, and pissing fire, pissing like... people off mm -hmm. basically. Did he piss you off? That's what I'm trying to get at. Mm. Not. Personally, I always got a kick out of him. He actually, she had a kind of funny sense of humor. He was a little uh, intimidating and a little uh, uh, aggressive and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. But he did have a funny sense of humor. He was very twisted. Mm. He never really pissed me off, but I knew a bunch of people who were pissed off at him. And towards the end, actually, uh, you know, this is, remember the last time I was with, uh, on the podcast with you and you asked me about some kind of, some information about the all Nazi the... youth? No, no, no. You asked me about all, like, some of the secret things that had gone on and I've been everywhere and all of a sudden we started smelling bleach? Yes. yes that I was do. a spell. Somebody was doing a spell on me to shut me up. A bleach spell? They, they distracted us. If you listen to the podcast, that bleach was so awful, it distracted us from that conversation. We never talked about it again. Well, let's talk about it now. Yes, I was involved with uh, a group that from the Golden Dawn that killed Aleister Crowley. Mm, let me get the 
Cage. The Golden Dawn. <laughs> killed. And a couple other people, too. They made him a drug addict, and then they killed him. So you're blaming Aleister Crowley's death on the Golden Dawn. Yes! And yourself, apparently. You well, just they, 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 I, well, you know, I shouldn't talk about these things, Who but... specifically, like McGreg- McGregor? Well, I'm vowed secrecy on that uh, level, but, you know, there, there were a couple people that were really... Pe- you can read it, and I'm sure it's in this book. I'm sure it's in this new book about Aleister Crowley. There's, there's, it's infamous, the people who hated him. Hmm. It, was, it, was a, it was public... Well, he kind of liked to be hated. He got a kick off of it. He looked feed off that energy. He'd be like, I'm the beast. <laughs> People back in England at that time didn't take Kyla to that. So he'd just get a kick. He'd laugh about that. He actually asked me. He said, do you think I should start calling myself the beast? He's <laughs> like, whoa, Alistair. What, what are you thinking? I thought you were talking about a schlong. Oh, you know, he did have beast. a very big schlong, actually. He called it the beast. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been what he was talking about the whole time. But no, I think he just used to like a lot of attention. Right, and if he was liked, that meant, you know, you, a lot of times people don't like you because they're afraid of you. So he took that hatred as, oh, I'm powerful and people are afraid of me. And he got off on it. But it's what did him in, in the end. Crazy they all ass. killed him. A whole group of us. I mean, a whole group of them. Ah, uh-huh. see? Yeah. See? Sorry, Allie. I, you know, they paid I... me a lot for that. <laughs> <laughs> now do you believe me? You see? I don't, I it's maybe, starting, I don't know. It's I, starting to, you'll see. These are all, again, I, I like to listen to these after the fact and kind of put the pieces together and see you if, know. you know, things add up the way she claims that they One do. One day and, you'll believe me because... It is far-fetched. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't believe stuff like that off the bat. But one day you'll see that everything I've said is true. <laughs> no I comment. don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. It's okay, you know Granny, are you dating anybody? Uh, I was last week, actually. I broke up with... I was dating a, a identical twins. I broke up with them last week. I had enough of them. Oh God! He said. He said. He said. He said. You told that to me. I told that to you. Oh, this is such craziness. <laughs> I just had to let talk. it go. You didn't know who you were talking to half the oh, time. Oh, they like to play around. They like to wear the same clothes and make you think they were. They just were silly. They were like, "Oh, you said that to me." And, I, and I, first of all, I knew who was who the whole time, and I saw through all that shit. And I was like, "Look, I'm here for the for the identical twin thing. This is because of turn on." But like, this is ridiculous. <clears throat> Granny, please. You should know. You should know. <laughs> Before you get involved with identical twins, just know that they're going to fuck with you. <laughs> they're going to mess with your head. <laughs> so, no, I'm not dating anybody. I am free right now. So, anybody out there um, looking for somebody, uh, I, I don't even care, actually. Just. If anybody out there wants to date Granny, email us. Yeah, send us your picture. Send us us your best picture and a brief bio. Just as long as it's no one from the OTO who's looking to get back at me for killing Alistair Crowley. (laughs) You can email that to eatmypaganass at gmail.com. Right, and make the subject line Grannylicious. Mm Mm-hmm. 
in bold caps. <laughs> this one will stand out. So it's Maybe it's. Maybe we can hook you up, Granny. Next episode, we'll do the the dating game. Maybe we can hook you up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Granny needs more sex. It sounds like she's a little over sex. I do fine on my own. You guys don't need to hook me up. Hey, Granny, we got an email before from somebody who said they were in Australia and it was like Beltane down there while it's sowing yeah. up here, and he was really upset. Um, since you're like always traveling around the globe, have you ever been in like both hemisphere, both both parts of the earth at the same time, like same time of year? And how'd you deal with that? Well, um, I I actually think it's more important to to tune into the season ra- rather than what the outward culture is doing. So mm-hmm. like even even in the north, like uh, you know they may be celebrating Halloween, but that's not really what we're celebrating, we're not celebrating like a Mardi Gras dress up in costumes and 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 get candy. That's not the point of it for us. So the the time of the year is when the fields have all died and all everything's done for the for the harvest season and and you're connecting to your ancestors. So if you're gonna if you're in South America or or um, Australia Australia. Try to connect to the season because that's what that's what it's about. But right. you know, anybody could do whatever they want. If you feel like celebrating Samhain on on you know on the opposite side of the year, you could try that. I don't think it's going to work too well, but I don't know. It sounds kind of silly to me. What do you do? The kids come in, ask for candy, you make them dance around a maypole to, to give them candy. I mean, like what, I don't even know. It's so strange. Right. It's like it's like wearing a fur coat in the summer. You know, you you go with the seasons. That's how I see it. You mm. know, that's the whole idea of the wheel of the seasons. This is such a this is a great example of when people go and conquer another land, mm. and then they try to bring all their stuff in. Mm. Um, it's not making sense to what really is there. I would, if I were in Australia, I would I would try to get in touch with the 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 Aboriginal traditions and and the traditions of the people of that land and find out what what that's about right. because because uh even the witchcraft as we know it now is mostly based on northern european seasons right yep so if you live in the middle of the desert like right. you're not going to have you're not going to have a a yule and a Samhain and a, like because the sun's you know if you're living at the equator they have different seasons different things going on that are not the same seasons that we have in the north europe right right. so you gotta you gotta get in touch with the land that's true but also it's not just like ran like religions and spiritual i can't even express this um it's not just like these things appear on their own in the land itself there's also an element of the human interaction and so we bring our group soul our collective unconscious our our ancestry to bear on the issues so we can't just as a northern european living in australia I, I, I can't this isn't what you were recommending but i can't just ignore the rights of my ancestors as well and the magical symbols and the and the religious symbols that were passed down through the generations i have to find a way to communicate with the land around me using that vocabulary and trying to find a common vocabulary but i, I can't just ignore my my past as well yeah know? but at least go with the season yeah. That's the least you could do. I mean, <laughs> well, why would you be celebrating Beltane during Halloween time? 
so mm -hmm. I understand what you're saying. Mm. You want to bring your own traditions, but you need, you still need to work with what you have. Yeah. Otherwise, it just doesn't but make people sense. People forget that these things were based on seasons to begin with. So what happens is people get attached to the idea happening on a certain day, and they forget that that's that's not the reason why those things exist. Right. You all have to just scratch the surface just a little bit to to understand that. So. I don't know. You get attached to what your family does at this time of the year. That's fine too, I guess. But you know, it just there's really no right or wrong way. But to me, at least be again go with the seasons. Go with the how the the earth is turning. You know, yeah, it's just, just because it's October thirty first, it, uh, you're on the other side of the equator. You're on the other side of the earth, so it's going to be the opposite. So yes, because Samhain is the date. is the celebration of death. Yeah. And Beltane is the celebration of life. So if you start celebrating death on the celebration of life, it seems strange to yeah. me. Mm. I think you, you would agree with that, no? I would agree. Yeah. You know, and I also believe in bringing your own traditions. You know, if I'm, if I'm going to move to Australia, I'm still going to do things my way, but in, with an Australian flavor. But it's still going to be me. You know I dated this guy once called Sam Hain. Oh, and jeez. I, I, <laughs> Here we go. I did it. And I dated this she other guy named... She can't help herself. <laughs> I dated she this other guy named Bill Tane. <laughs> I swear. I would never call Sam Hain Bill Tane. Right. And then you'll be sorry. <laughs> oh, you're funny, Kirby Kickass. Oh, this is just great. I'm so glad to see the two of you getting along so fast. Well, we were friends once. Yes, we were. Many, many lives ago. Wasn't that a great time, though? That was a great yeah. time. Egypt, oh. Did, did you really care for me in those days? Of course. But you saw, so, so, all right, let me get this straight. It wasn't that you wanted Mark. No, he was an asshole. I just, told you, you that a couple times. You were trying to save Egypt. Yes, because I knew that if if the Romans got Egypt, then all of, all of the Egyptian culture would have just... Well, exactly what happened in Australia. They would be celebrating Halloween on Beltane. <laughs> That's what would be happening in Egypt. <laughs> all right, well, why don't we wrap this up? This has been a blast. Granny, it's been wonderful for you to just like drop out of nowhere, whether you came through the garbage chute or whether I, you really I did apparate here. Have you, you never seen Bewitched? I have. Yeah, pretty much like that. Or mm -hmm. Harry Potter? They do it in Harry Potter? Yeah, they do. So, anyway, it was really good to, to have you here. Uh, Harry Pothead. Carmen, I'm glad. <laughs> Oh, the two of you, Dude. boy. You're going to light one up right after this podcast. I know it. Did you call this a podcast? Oh, no. Let me get out the old water pipe. I'm out of here. I'm glad you guys are having so much fun. <laughs> Anything you want to say to the, uh, the listeners, Carmen? Bye, everybody. Okay, that's original. <laughs> Granny Alicia, anything? Have a happy, happy Samhain. Yes. Even if you are in Australia and you're really celebrating Beltane. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Blessed Samhain. Bye. Happy Lunasa. Happy New Year. Lunasa? <laughs> <laughs> happy what and folk. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.